It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Fulham Fan Show from 9 o'clock. We'll get to that a bit later. All to come next. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, two teenage boys are among the latest shooting victims after a series of attacks in the capital this weekend. They were shot in the head in northwest London. Another teenager was killed in Southwark on Saturday. The Foreign Secretary is in America to try to convince Donald Trump to stick to the Iran nuclear deal. Under the agreement, Tehran's agreed to stop producing atomic weapons in exchange for the loosening of sanctions, but the US President wants to scrap the arrangement. Former British Ambassador to Iran, Sir Richard Dalton, thinks the current monitoring for any breaches is sufficient. The fact that it will be monitored in perpetuity under the additional protocol to its nuclear safeguards agreement to ensure that any attempt to break out towards a weapons capability would be spotted and nipped in the bud. A man's shot into the street from a property in the centre of Oxford. Police have opened fire on the gunman and are now negotiating with the suspect. One person suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Grandparents could soon be given a right to maintain contact with their grandchildren after a divorce. An amendment to the Children Act is gaining support among MPs. The bill would give youngsters in England and Wales the right to have a relationship with close extended family. Marion Turner was estranged from her grandson for several years, but does now have access to him. When you're out and you see other grandparents enjoying their days, that's quite heartbreaking. And when you get times like Easter or Christmas and birthdays and people are out buying things and you're not, that makes it hard as well. Vladimir Putin has begun his fourth term as president in Russia. If he completes it, he would have been in power as either head of state or prime minister for 25 years. And it's officially the hottest early May bank holiday Monday ever. It's hit 28.7 degrees Celsius at RAF North Holt in West London, beating the previous record by just over 5 degrees. That's the latest. I'm Charlie Maggs. (laughs) 
The West Ham Fan Show, the latest on the Hammers. All the gossip from the London Stadium. And you irons getting vocal on the socials. The West Ham Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results with seven figures. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city. It's two minutes past seven. It's the West Ham Fan Show with me, Alex, and as every Monday evening, James Jones from West Ham World and another new addition with us this evening, Luke Glanville from WestHamMatters.com as well. Uh, two West Ham fans in the studio. It's not many, it's not often you get more than one West Ham fan in any one room, is it? Yeah, you've... Uh... <laughs> I don't know what you got yourself into here, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no, well, look, at me, at Love Sport Radio here, uh, with anything you want to say regarding the Hammers, because um, you should be happy, really, because um, it's been up and down since we started this show uh, two months ago, but we're on an up, aren't we? It's an up, it's an up, it's an up. You won at Leicester, you're really happy, but you were lucky. I, uh, I don't think we were lucky. Oh, come on. I don't, uh, we, we, we're happy. Yeah. Um, we're, we're safe for another season. Um, it was a good performance. It was a good win. Yeah. It was a win that I wasn't expecting. I don't know about you, Luke, but um, uh, no, not really. No, wasn't expecting that at all. Okay. But we're happy. I don't. I don't think we were lucky. Okay. Uh, I know why you think we were lucky. Chris, well, he probably should have seen red. But you know, the season we've had and yeah, okay. the ups and downs. We've You'll had, take it. it. It we'll take it. It was about time something went our way. Look, do you know what? I'm going to say that you were lucky, but there's not a problem in being lucky. Sometimes teams are, you know, did you deserve to win overall? Well, probably, but you were lucky. I think, you know, sometimes teams need a bit of luck along the way to, you know, in certain situations and, and, and there you have it. So um, it was a good performance overall, you reckon? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Leicester are a bit of a weird side for me. They, pff, such a good side, but just don't seem to be there for the last couple of months. So they just seem to be a bit all over the place. I, I, it looks like a team where a lot of the pl- so some of the players are thinking we're not going to be here next year Mares being one of them yeah I mean as I said last week I was quite worried after they got beat by Palace 5-0 yeah exactly I was quite worried that they they decided to turn it on against us yeah. in front of the home crowd as well but right. it does seem as if they're just not the, the thing they is they don't really care about it anymore. no and this is the other thing is that um, it kind of mirrors what Sean Dyche said yesterday as well for Burnley against Arsenal they had nothing to play for when you've got nothing to play for psychologically it can be really hard and they got tanked 5-0 against Arsenal Arsenal had something to play for really mm-hmm. maybe not top 4 but they had something to play for we all know that what that was and you guys had something to play for against Leicester Leicester didn't Luke? Um, yeah I think that certainly willed West Ham on a little bit but uh, as you said Leicester were just completely and utterly absent really mm. uh, he after looking inside the first inside the final ten minutes for their first shot on target, right, which kind of really. says it all, really. Yeah. And um, I, I think Stan were a bit fortunate with the Cresswell incident, but I think they they deserved that bit of luck, yeah, for sure, and okay. um, scored at the right times, really. Yeah, um, Lanzini and Arnautovic uh, were particularly good. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They've they've the pair of them have proven that those two, when they're both on their day, they can be so right. so useful for us. It's just that. I know we got unlucky with uh, Lanzini's injury that yeah. put him out of the team for a little while not long ago, but like recently, they those two have just been instrumental to to us picking up good results. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know that they did. He, 
they didn't really perform well against uh, Man City, but yeah. no one really performed well against Man City. Okay, but they show, they proved that those two players are so key to us, mm-hmm. so key to mm-hmm. us, and going into next season. Whatever happens, whatever happens throughout the summer, as yeah. in the season, whoever's in charge, they've got to build a team around those two in attack. Mm. Lanzini and Olasovic, yeah, I think they're fantastic because he, because uh, um, Hernandez and Carroll probably not going to be there, right? I I would be very very surprised if both of them are there. Maybe one of them might still be at West Ham, but I can't see both of them being being there. I don't know about you, Luke. Um, certainly not Hernandez. I mean, it, it just depends on circumstances with Carroll, really. Um, is there going to be afters on the instant with Moyes, really? So mm. Yeah. Um, who do you think might be there and might not be there next year? Um, I, I'm, I'm on the same boat, really. I, I can't see Hernandez hanging about. Yeah. Again, I think a lot will ride on who's going to be in charge. Mm. If Moyes does leave, then Hernandez might stick around a little bit and mm. see, who's, see who's going to be coming in. Just to see whether he will get an opportunity next season. They'll always get have a chat, won't they? They'll be like, you know, how much can you can you, how many games can you basically guarantee me for a season? Surely that's one of the things a player is going to ask any oh, manager yeah. when they stay. Yeah. And if the manager's got to be completely upfront with him and say, Well, look, I'll try and play you in as many games as I possibly can, I'm gonna mm. think I'm gonna leave. But if a manager says to me, You're gonna be central to my striking options, then I'm gonna probably stay. Well, I think that that was key to him signing for us under Bilic I mm. think Bilic went right you're going to be my main guy right. up front yeah. and, and he was for a while but it still really wasn't happening for us as yeah. you know as you know we were in the bottom three when Bilic got sacked in yeah. November so but where Carroll's concerned he's going into his last year of his contract the club are going to yeah. want to try and get some money for him they've spent a lot of money on him over yeah. the last five years yeah. the, the transfer fee alone was 15 plus add-ons um, I mean, I can't imagine he's actually activating those add-ons. He's already played, but <laughs> um, and he's on hundred grand a week, so we were led to believe. So, I mean, it, it, they're going to try and flog him. I would have thought whether yeah. the, whether anyone would be stupid enough he, to take on injury strike. Yeah, he's going to take the on only team that's, I can see uh, is, is Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle yeah. is the only place I can see him going. And it's probably time that he went back there. How old is he? I think he's 20, 28, 27, 28. Yeah, he's kind of. Mm. Should be at his peak. Should be at his peak. Should be at his peak. We'll talk about Mark Noble's goal in a second. Um, And before we do, I just want to. There's two things that I want to ask the audience here, and you guys as well. Uh, The the audience, obviously, the listeners. One thing is there is a quiz that we have. Name every hammers of the year since 2000, and we're going to get some lovely music in the background, aren't we, Wendell? That's my quiz. You can stop the music now, though, Wendell, because I'm going to ask this question first. Because we're talking of goals. Mark Noble's goal yesterday. What a goal, right? Ah, it, was a, it was a screamer. Okay. I'm going to put this out to the listeners here on Love Sport Radio. It's another international tournament coming up in Russia. Of course, as we know, next month. It's a fast approaching. I'll be asking you this. And I'm not going to give you any clues. All right. Maybe I might twist my arm in, in one or two. But for the... You know, for the first several moments of the show, uh, there are no clues. What goal... What got? Go- what goal was John Motson commentating on here? The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! Okay, basically, that's all you're guessing. If you know, remember I was saying we're fast approaching an international tournament. That's courtesy of the BBC, thank you. John Motson commentating on that goal. Play it again. The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! Okay, I'm going to be putting that out there. Uh, if you get it in the studio, great. You can tell me. Not yet. We'll wait for it. I'm deliberately put that out there because of Mark Noble's goal yesterday. What a strike. We'll be talking about that next. Mm-hmm. 
It's true. Me and Kanye West are so alike. We both act like total jackasses all the time. Love sports. I work for RespokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. If you're a fan of Charlton, check out Love Sport tomorrow night from 9. What sort of mood would you say you're in today? Buoyant. Buoyant? Yeah. I'm in the camp that says it's done, dusted, happy. Excellent. I'm, I'm confident. Perhaps that little spell of play there pretty much summed up what our performance was all about yesterday. Excellent counter-attack, not ruthless enough. The Charlton Fans Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. I bet you the tennis is corrupt. Seriously. Love Sport. Ten minutes past seven then here on Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show. And uh, with me in the studio is Luke Glanville from WestHamMatters.com and James Jones from West Ham World. I'm Alex. It's all going on for West Ham until nine o'clock. So just want to say that goal, you've got it right. I've got it. Straight away, haven't you? But I'm not going to say it. Uh, I'm going to let the audience, uh, I keep saying audience, I'm going to get the listeners uh, get their chance to respond in and let me know who they believe. Motti, John Motson, commentating for the BBC, what goal was he commentating on here? Thanks. The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! Let's test Wendell again. Wendell, what goal was John Watson commentating on here. The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! And I'll say that because it's another international tournament approaching fast. So uh, that should give you some kind of clue. How many of you can get it right? Tweet in at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 558. That goal by Mark Noble. Is that the best he's ever scored? Um... Yeah, you'd have to say so. Yeah, definitely. I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. What a goal it was! Do you know? Do you know the goal it reminds me of? Go on. The goal. The goal that you just got the <laughs> no, commentary. No. On. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The Iron Robin volley against um, Manchester United in the Champions League a few seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it did, really did remind me of that. It's such an accurate volley, right at the corner. No keeper's got a chance with it. It was so good that if you look at it back. Arnautovic just doesn't know what to do. He's got his head on his hands straight away. Is he jealous of it? I don't, he's just like, oh my God, he's got his head on his hands. And there's the, and as dare cele- you score as that the, goal and not me? As they're celebrating, you can see Czech Karate, he's got his head on his hands as well. I mean, no yeah. one, I think, I think it's just because Mark Noble doesn't score goals like that. No, he doesn't. He scores penalties and tappings. Yeah. Um, and then he pulls out a, a worldie like that. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so he's capable of it, clearly. Or yeah. was it a fluke? Oh no, it definitely wasn't a fluke. He meant that. Of course yeah. he meant that. Is he a good technical player, Mark Noble? Um... I wouldn't go as far as say technical. He's you know he's rel- he can be reliable in midfield. I wouldn't yeah. say he's a technical player, but okay. you know he's he's been around West Ham for a long time. He's a, he's a legend. One the of the goals of the say. one of the goals of the season. It's got to be out there. I mean, name name a better goal this season. Than Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's left foot volley. That was a good goal. Mm. I do like that goal. But then um, I'm biased. Cause I'm a Leicester fan. It's plastic. Well, plastic Leicester. Plastic fan. Leicester fan. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, I, mean, I can't think of any others that are really really stand out this season okay let's go back to this quiz uh wendell quiz name every hammer of the year since 2000 i think you got you, you, you're doing pretty well with this we've got a list here luke do you want to get us going start with 2000 um say 2000. if you can if you can talk into the mic though that'll help uh, yeah um uh i can skip to 2002 because who, i cannot remember before who was who was it 2002 we've got sebastian schemmel yes that's correct We've got, I mean, I don't really know years. I'm rubbish at years, but okay. um, Mark Noble's won it. When, though? You've got to say when. Oh, see, well, that, uh, that pretty much... Rules you out. Renders me redundant for okay. the entire quiz here. 
I've got names, but I've got years. Um, Payette was two thousand two twenty sixteen. Correct. Um, Arnautovic twenty eighteen. Sorry. <laughs> Arnautovic. Arnautovic. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. He's won it. Yeah. Was he hammer of the year? Was he? Oh, seriously. Yeah. Oh wow. I've not got that here. I'm so sorry. I've not got that here. But excellent. We'll have it. Yes, that's definitely it. Antonio twenty. Antonio won it last year, didn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that'd be 2017. 2017. That's right, Michael Antonio, 2017. Now Scott Parker. Yes. Won it three years in a row. Okay, which years were they? And I'm trying to think. It was the th- it was the three years leading up to us g- being relegated. Uh-huh. So that would be 2009, 2010, 2011. Correct. You got all of those. Woof. Scotty Parker, yes. So you're still missing a few. I mean, you have got Mark Noble, but I need to know the years. Creswell, Creswell 2015. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're on a roll here, Luke. Yeah. The Canio 2000. Yes. Oh. I'll give you one more before we get on to the next topic. Was Rob, Rob Green 2007? No. 2006? No. No, that would, have been, that would have been Gabby Dominic 2006. Is that your final answer? Green 2008. <laughs> final answers, which one are they? Green 2008. Correct. And what was the other one? Gary Dunn 2006. Correct. Okay, we'll pause Fly it. In. We'll pause it. We'll pause it because you've got quite a few there. So we're asking you, name every hammer of the year since the year 2000. The guys in the studio here with me, James and Luke, have got have done really well here. They've got probably half of them right, I'd say. Uh, but there's still some missing. I need uh, hammer of the year in 2001, 2003, 4, 5, 7, and 12, and also 13 and 14. They are the years that I'm missing. If you know, at Love Sport Radio, get in touch with us on the socials or call Love Sport Radio on 0208 758. Okay, so you're safe. What are you going to expect this summer? We Well, I think the, the first thing is the manager situation, isn't it? Um, yeah. We've spoken about this a lot, haven't we? Yes. Over the last we few weeks. It's got yeah. to the point. But, I mean, everything keeps changing. Yeah. Um, Moyes has done what he was asked to do. Now... There's rumours coming out that he might not even want the job in the first place, <laughs> and he might walk away. Oh no! Um, you, you, you wouldn't be, would Luke? Would you care if he walked away? Um, I'd, I'd like to see Moyes stay, but I, I don't think I blame him for walking away. To be honest, he's Is done it? his job. Yeah, okay. it's been tough. It's probably caused him a lot of stress. And where would so. he go? And where would he go anyway? Mm. Who's going to take? Who's, who's going to say something like Moyes? Is he Premier League? Is he Premier League quality? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I would. I would. I'd say he probably is, but it'd be lower, low end, yeah. um, okay. which is where we are at the moment. So. <laughs> so you need an upgrade. I think I think that's what we de- we definitely need an upgrade. Um, whether that's for next season and whether that's in a couple of years' time, yeah. I don't know whether the board might be thinking, well, do you know what? Let's keep Moyes in and he can yeah. stabilise us. Mm. Okay, but the style of football is. Let's go through some. Um, let's go through six key moments that have seen David Moyes lead West Ham to safety in the Premier League, beating Stoke three 0 away from home. Big result, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because at the time, it was a battle of teams who were very close to the relegation, and whoever lost the game, they would have been in dire straits for the remainder of the season. It was well, the Hammers came out top. I'll just remind you of the goals from uh, Anortovic and Noble, and uh, an out-of-party Diafra Sacco. Yeah. yeah. This was during the festive period. This, Yeah, this was... This, that was... Just no. before Christmas. Yeah, wow, this December, is a few yeah. months ago. Yeah. 
But I mean, it, it was at that time when because Moyes took over and he took a couple of games to get going, and then he picked up a couple of good results. Yeah, um, that was part of that run where we be- we beat Chelsea. Yeah, and, uh, drew with Arsenal, beat Stoke, yeah. and it was like, oh, hang on, we, you know, we, yeah. we could be doing something here. Um, but that was a really good win because we never we never win at Stoke. No, right. So okay, so what is one of your rare wins at Stoke? Yeah. Also, uh, seeing off Chelsea one 0 at the London Stadium. Great that result. actually happened. It, uh, did, yeah, it did happen. It did happen. It? <laughs> yeah. And the scorer was Anatovich. Yeah. His first goal for the club. He's been really good for you. I can see why he got a ham of the year then. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's have another look. Let's look at the third key moment. Be- battering Huddersfield 4 1. Is that a key moment? I don't know where we expected to go to Huddersfield and win. I, I know it was, it was comfortable, but. It was, it was a second away win for Moyes. Arguably their most complete performance of the campaign. Until the Leicester win, of I course. Suppose some How many away some wins have you had this season? Oh, God, not many. Three? Yeah. So, basically, Huddersfield was one, Leicester was the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not been many. Um, Luke, I don't know if you've got anything to add on that one, mate. Um, yeah, that was in the middle of a, quite a long unbeaten run, if I'm right. Yeah. Uh, West Ham didn't, uh, lost on December the 23rd and then uh, lost again at the end of January. So, yeah. went unbeaten over that period and that yeah. was... Right in the middle, and probably the the height of Moyes at West Ham so mm. far in terms of performance, I'd say. Okay. Okay. Uh, w- w- why were you why, why were you not very good away from home, Luke? Um, it, I, d- I don't really think West Ham have ever been that very good away from home. They've always relied on their home form, right? And obviously, uh, we all know what's happened with the stadium and in that yeah. first season. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it's just a historical thing, really, and yeah. nothing more than that, really. And here's a player who, uh, who who produced some key moments for you. Here's well, it's several key moments, but in one, Andy Carroll's late goals. He's been really important for you. <laughs> He's always been important for us when he plays. I can't remember. I mean, he's always the player that will come off the bench and score the winner or yeah. get us a late equaliser. Well, let's have a look exactly what he's done for you. He obviously another injury hit campaign, but he's netted a couple of late goals. Um, obviously against West Brom, mm-hmm. come from behind two one win at London Stadium. Also bagged an injury time equaliser against Stoke. I remember that it was very recent. So he's well two goals, all right, but <laughs> massive. Yeah, but two goals that's got us. Yeah. Got, I think that's because he scored two against West Brom, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, so that's, massive, that's what three. That's four points. Four points for you. That's four points. Wow. So, in effect, despite all the troubles with Andy Carroll, he's been worth it. He's sealed your place in the Premier League. Yeah, and it's not the first time he's done he's done things like that. He's yeah. scored a lot of important goals for us. Um, it's just he's not been able to do it consistently over yeah. one season. He's, always, he's been over five. He's been there for five years. And you need that. It's 20 minute, 21 minutes past seven here on Love Sport Radio. Uh, we'll be back talking more West Ham stuff right after this. So many people are now overweight. I say life is like a box of chocolates. It doesn't last long if you're fat. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesmansaid.com. Can you... 
I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman set. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes. To find real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. You could visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Car Giants. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. This is important. It's soccer, not football. Love sport. Love sport. With 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. It's 7.23 here on Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show until 9 o'clock. It's uh, hosted by me. I'm Alex. I'm here with Luke from WestHamMatters.com and James from West Ham World. You can listen to us in the following ways on your Alexa smart speaker on 558am and on online and digital radio as well. You can also get in touch with us at Love Sport Radio or give us a call 0208 702558. So guys, you looking forward to the World Cup? Very much yeah. so. Okay. Uh, now, uh, obviously, with this another international tournament fast approaching, I've always been a huge fan of uh, the BBC's John John Motson, uh, and uh, he's a great commentary there. I, for, he, I think his voice was one of the reasons I fell in love with football, quite frankly. And um, so, I thought you know make it make it a little bit nostalgic. As I say, it's an international tournament. I say we're fast approaching an international tournament. Of course, it is the World Cup, but. I'm asking you, what goal was Motti commentating on here? The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! Let us know. At Love Sport Radio is uh, the handle. Or 0208 7020 Let's uh, play it one more time. The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say John Watson uh, commentating for the BBC there. Uh, so let us know at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 7020 on that one. Let's go back uh, for a moment uh, to the quiz. Uh, you've been writing some names down. Name every hammer of the year since 2000. What have you got for me? So 2001, we're missing. 2003, I've got the Canio. No. The year we went down, I can't because that was his last year. You've already got Decanio. Yeah, I know, but he might uh, have won it another time. All oh, right. Um, 2004, Matty Everington. Yeah, got that. Uh, 2007, Tevez. Yeah. 2012, Reed. Is that right? No. Uh, 2000, what? Sorry. 12. No. Is he 13 then? Are you asking me, or is that your answer? That's my answer. 
Winston Reed, 2013, yep. Yeah. So that would mean 2012. I had Noble down for 13, so does that mean he's he's, tw- he's 12? No. Is that your answer? Yeah. It was Mark Noble in 2012, yep. We're doing well here, Luke. Uh, 2005, we got Sheringham. Correct. Oh, mate. So, what we got left? You've still got to get me 2001. Three. You still need to get me 2001. Three. Four, 14. What did you get 14? Uh, uh, 14, yep. Yeah. So it's just those three, I believe. And also, one second. Yeah, one, three, and fourteen. Yeah, correct. They are the only okay. ones you need. So, name every hammer of the year since two thousand. You've given me every year apart from two thousand and one, two thousand and three, and two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, it's just this. These are tough ones. Um, I did have Noble down for fourteen, didn't we? But it's not Noble, is it? Are you asking me? <laughs> is that your answer? Well, that's my answer. Yeah, Mark, Mark Noble was fourteen. Oh my god. So, 2001 and 2003. Right, come back to it. We'll come back to it. It's 7.27. Also, get involved. As I say, at Love Sport Radio is the handle, or call us 0208 7020 Name every hammer of the year since 2000. Uh, We're missing. We've got all of them apart from 2001 and 2003. Do you think you know the answer? Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or Facebook at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 7020 So let's go back to uh, talking about what's uh, been going on, obviously, since yesterday and the fact that you're safe. Luke, as as you haven't been in the studio before, did you think you'd get relegated this season? Um, I I was beginning to worry, yes. Uh, Earlier in the season... After that unbeaten run I mentioned earlier, I felt that West Ham would be safe and yeah. all of a sudden it went downhill very, very quickly. And before that Leicester game, um, I, I probably would have told you that I, f- I think West Ham would be relegated, yeah. Really? Why? You thought they'd lose to Leicester? Yeah, I, okay. I genuinely did. I thought there'd be a huge reaction from Leicester after that yeah, Crystal right. Palace game. So, yeah, the I wasn't feeling confident. Yeah, the thing is, I had them down. I had, I had it down. I, I didn't have Leicester down for a win simply because I just don't think they're playing for anything at the moment. And so I thought, well, you know, it's likely that West Ham, well, West Ham do have something to play for. Every time you have a team in that kind of position, I tend to always bank on the team that has more to play for, even if it's top yeah. versus bottom, as we saw the other day when Wolves lost 3 0 to Sunderland. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, also, again, because you've not been here before, uh, David Moyes, if he left, who would you like? Because let me read you a tweet. This is from Talk Crystal Palace. This is what they say. <laughs> I don't think it's official. Uh, why do West Ham fans think Benitez would leave Newcastle to join West Ham? Smaller club with even worse owners. <laughs> a stadium they don't own. Deluded fan base and a worse team. Right? <laughs> Are a bit trolley, but you know. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think Benitez might be a tiny bit. But I'd, I'd like Rogers to be honest, Brendan Rogers. But would he? Would he leave his comfortable yeah. position up at Celtic, win the league every year? And would he want to leave the competition with Gerrard now as well? Well, I don't think so. He's, he's used to sort of, I think, you know, since Swansea, he's used to kind of like bat, being in top four now, isn't he, really? Yeah, I suppose. Or, 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 or being with Celtic and sort of winning. So to go to West Ham, that wouldn't really be the case, would it? Not really, no. He could take us into the top four. <laughs> he could take you into the top four. <laughs> Why not? I'm being harsh, but, you know, I mean, yeah, he probably could, but. On, on Benitez, I think, I, I think a lot of that's quite harsh. 
Okay. Um, I think Newcastle Newcastle fans are just as deluded as West Ham fans. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. Which fans? Newcastle fans. Okay. So I this mean, was talk from Talk Crystal Palace. Yeah, I mean, what, what, why are they talking now for a start? <laughs> no, it's not official, I must say. Stay it's, out just, of this. it's just someone who has the handle. Stay talk out of CPFC. This. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think he would come. Okay. He was very, very close to taking the job before Billich. Uh-huh. He's on his way to sign the contract before yeah. Real Madrid called. Yeah. So there's a relationship there with David Sullivan. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't get the money that he wants from Mark Ashley, then yeah. he can always try and squeeze a few mm-hmm. pound notes out of David Sullivan, which won't will be just as hard to be fair. But yeah. you know, I, th- I think it, I think it is a realistic option. But okay. whether, whether we actually go for it or not, I don't know. Um. Well, they go on to say, I don't think he'll leave. I, I don't think I, if if he leaves, I imagine he'll get. This is what the tweet says. I imagine he'll get better offers than West Ham from around Europe. Even clubs like Everton will probably look at him. Oh, that's even <laughs> <laughs> What's their beef with West Ham? Um, I don't know. Everton and West Ham. Who's 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 who's? I mean, Ever- Everton have finished above you more more often than more often than the other well, way around. Well, Everton are a big club. Yeah. Um, but they're going down the same route as us because they've just they've got Sam Allardyce in charge and they really want him out, which yeah. is the situation we were in not long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. But he says we'll get offers if he does leave. Mm-hmm. But I mean, West Ham is an attractive job to take. I I think it is. Okay. I think it's an attractive job. It's, a, it's an opportunity to actually start a project there. Yeah. Let's take a break. Uh, by the way, seven thirty-one here on Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show. Let's take a break. Me and Kanye West seriously on the same page. Beyonce really did have one of the best music videos of all time. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. There are times when you see a woman, you think she's very beautiful, and I'd like to tell her. But how do you how do you do it without being a creep? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. And one useful tip, actually, is if you're going to compliment a woman, it doesn't always have to be about her appearance. If you mix in, actually, hey, you're really funny, or that was a really interesting thing to say. And then actually, you can that... go, those breasts are magnificent. <laughs> At that point, it's absolutely fine. fine. Exactly. Let's start with the brain. <laughs> Weekdays from 6am. 7.32 here on Love Sport Radio. I'm Alex. It's uh, back onto the West Ham Fan Show then till 9 o'clock with uh, Luke Glanville and James Jones, both uh, Hammers fans in the studio with me right now. Uh, okay, so uh, another tweet. Um, West Ham fans, it says. This is the tweet. It says, West Ham fans, Lanzini or Shakiri? What? We can only have one? Yeah. Lanzini. And Lanzini? And go on. Uh, Lanzini. Lanzini definitely. as well. Okay. I'd like, half and sign. Half. I'd like us to sign Shakiri, but there've been there've been there've been quite a few votes on it. Fifty-five mm, percent say Lanzini, forty-five for Shakiri. Would you like Shakiri? Mm. Yeah. But Where would he fit? Bit, you, you're a bit you're a bit top heavy, aren't you? We are top heavy. I I I don't think we should be looking to bring in any attackers mm. early in the window. It's got to be defenders in the midfield. But yeah. if there's an opportunity to bring Shakiri, Shakiri will be on the market. So yeah. okay. if there's an opportunity, then bring him in. He and doesn't. We'll he, he's not. Fits after. Yeah, but he's not. A, he's not a player that will want to start on the bench. He'll want to say, "You need to start me." So who's going to start instead of? Someone's going to leave. Well, I mean, this is the dilemma the, the manager's got. I mean, I would. Ha- I would have him. I, I know to it. He's pretty much a striker now, isn't he? For us, so mm, yeah. with Hernandez going, it frees up. A, frees up a bit of a, a bit of a role for for another for Shakiri. But again, as I say, he is a starter. You know, there are players there that if they come to you, they have to kind of start, and Shakiri would kind of have to start. Wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, Ant- Antonio's in and out of the team, isn't he? Yeah, uh, and he's injured. I know now, he's got he? injured, but 
there's an option there. He could, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what's going to happen on that front. I mean, as I said, I'd, it, it'd be a luxury signing. Yeah. But it shouldn't be our priority. It'd be a nice signing to make, but... Uh, you've got here down here um, what should the club do in order to prevent another relegation battle <laughs> but the only thing that you can do is to sign better players isn't I th- it I think it runs deeper than that though because so much has happened this season alone let alone the season before that since we moved into this new stadium there's a lot going on behind the scenes yeah with the owners yeah um, and the lack of investment mm-hmm um, something needs to be done all this talk about we're going to bring in a director of football and then suddenly we pick up a couple of results and they go actually no we're not going to get one now yeah. it's like well no, you st- we still need that okay. two results doesn't change the fact that we still need to improve our recruitment yeah. process yeah you do um, that is the main thing um, get a full s- scouting network you know get it all in place yeah. I'm not saying to get, we can put it in place it can happen overnight but you need that. It's just stand. It's a standard thing to have at a football club, and mm. we don't have that. Uh, here's another tweet: West Ham should snap up outstanding twenty-five year, twenty-five year old uh, Jack Butland to improve your defence. Um, it looks like he might be off to Liverpool, though. Okay, really? Or, or Spurs, maybe? But do you think? He, do you think? Do you think he's too good for West Ham? Um, I'd, I, w- I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say too good for West Ham, but. I don't, I don't think he'd want to come to West Ham with with Liverpool and, and Spurs mm. in the offing, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but Would there's you, no doubt in his ability, for sure. No, and you'd obviously take him. I'd, I'd take him. There's, there's a lot of... The three teams that could go down, the two that are already down, and then yeah. and then what? either Southampton or Swansea, yeah, all four have got goalkeepers that I would take. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fraser Forster, yeah. um, Ben Foster, Jack mm-hmm. Butland and Fabianski. I don't mm. have any, any of those. But Butland's the, the, the probably the best one out of the bunch. But yeah. I, I wouldn't mind Ben Foster. I'll take Ben Foster tomorrow. Um, we're talking about six key moments that uh, saw David Moyes lead West Ham to safety in the Premier League. Uh, we did, we um, uh, we have another couple. Uh, the rampant first half against Southampton. That was another. That was another moment that. Uh, yeah. That was key for you guys, wasn't it? Well, that mean, was, that when, was a huge when, game. When, it was a massive game when you beat them three 0 Yeah. The thing is, is that people thought, oh yeah, this is going to give you huge impetus to go on. But it kind of didn't because you still dipped after that. But mm. ultimately, when you look back on it, it was an incredibly important three points, uh, as as all as as all of them are. And obviously, beating Leicester to effectively seal it—they were all David Moyes' key moments. Uh, let me give you a key moment of mine that's not on here. On. Do you know which key moment of mine for for David Moyes? The first game against Leicester. That was his first home game, wasn't first it? First home yeah. game. Sorry, yeah, against Leicester. Yeah, I, that I for me, that, that. that for me, I kind of just from a, in a you know an, an emotive kind of evocative point of view where you had to sort of set a marker and go right. Enough of this stadium talk. Let's just get this right today and get something out of it because this isn't good enough. You drew one all, and even you, I remember saying, James was that uh, you know it was an atmosphere Great that atmosphere, you badly yeah. needed, yeah. and it was there. You discovered something that. You haven't had, and it was there. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, it's like somebody who hasn't been able to, I don't know, do something for a later time. All of a sudden, they figure they can, and then they know that gives them the confidence and the ability to be able to maybe try and do it again. On the flip side, though, there's only what in March was it March? The whole 
that great atmosphere <laughs> thing went completely opposite way. Well, we it had did. people running on the pitch with flags. And, Hello. And Mark and I were resting fans off the pitch, and yeah. it was the complete opposite of what that Leicester game was. Yeah, no, it was. So, but nevertheless, but yeah, but but my point is that you knew you had the ability to basically invoke that atmosphere at some point, and you, yeah. and, you and you did. Fans, the fans realised that, that you know, it can they, be done. They can, they can create an atmosphere there. Uh, it's a shame that we West Ham fans in general tend to pick and choose when they want to turn up. Yeah, but I suppose that happens at every club. Every stadium. Yeah, let's let's uh, talk about James Collins now. Uh, he's yet to be offered a new deal. What's so good about him, Luke? Um, well, he's, he's something of a, a well cult hero for one. Yeah. And uh, West Ham fans tend to tend to love cult heroes like that. Yeah. There's that attraction, but he's, he just does a job. I mean, uh, like me and, me and James were saying off air, he comes in, he does a job. Mm. He's he's a little bit one dimensional in the sense that he's not really a ball playing centre back. He'll Okay. Smash it into the stands. Okay. It's a bit old fashioned. Yeah. West Ham fans like a bit of that, and he's he's been a loyal servant to the club. So yeah. for all those reasons, reasons, really, he's yet to be offered a new deal. You going to give him one? Would you? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. James, I, I'd love to see him be given a new deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 one of those fans that you know I'm, I'm quite a romantic fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like to see. See long servants like James Collins just leave the club, and I think the, I think he deserves a lot better from the club because by all accounts they've not even communicated with him whether he's going to get a new deal or not. Um, okay, why do you not want to see it then, Luke? I, I think think the age factor is one, and and how old is he? Thirty four. Okay. So um, he's he's. I'm not saying it will be on a lot of money because I don't think he's that kind of player, but it's um it's eating out the wage bill and he does make a few mistakes when he mm. comes in and and towards the end and he's making mistakes it might kind of tarnish a little bit what yeah. he's built at the club yeah. so i think maybe maybe even a testimonial because he's had he has been at the club 10 years so mm. maybe give him okay. a testimonial and happy mm. farewell okay. well, we'll stick with the subjects and uh, after the break also after the break uh, we'll be uh, trying to complete this quiz and the quiz is name every hammer of the year since 2000. We have got all of them except 2001 and 2003. So we'll be uh, on to that next, right after this. Many people are saying listen to Five Live and they don't know what they're talking about. Stupid, stupid people. Very, very stupid people. Unlike me, I listen to Love Sport. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. You love your sport. 
but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it so There'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. Somebody told me in London, your trainers are sneakers. Unbelievable. That's big. That's huge. Love Sport, 558am. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport Radio then, it's 7.53, just approaching 7.53. Uh, I'm Alex and it's the West Ham Fan Show until 9 o'clock. I'm here with Luke Glanville from WestHamMatters.com and also James Jones from West Ham World. So uh, we've been doing this obligatory quiz uh, like we do every uh, Monday evening here on the West Ham Fan Show and it's all West Ham related. Name, okay, here we are. Name every hammer of the year since 2000. We want you to get involved as well at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 558 that's at Love Sport Radio is our Twitter Facebook uh, and Instagram handle as well We're, we've got all of them apart from 2001 and 2003 what you got for us boys well I think Luke's pulled, pulled it out of the hat here 2001 Luke who did you, who did you say Stuart Pearce yep Stuart Pearce so you got one more 2003 2003 uh, who do we have again <laughs> we had Michael Carrick oh yes no that's as well. See, that's the year we went down. So, always gets to the last one. Is you, it Jermaine Defoe? No. Joe Cole left before then, didn't he? Yeah. Or is it Joe Cole? That's my final answer. Joe Cole, your final answer. Yeah. It is Joe Cole. Yes. You've managed to get it right. One of the easier quizzes. You've managed to beat God, anyone else Anyone else uh, who, who who could have wanted to tweet in and get some of those right. Yeah, sorry, guys. To tweet in. Mind you, that's probably one of the easier ones to Google anyway, so anyone who would have tweeted any answers might have probably been, you know, cheating anyway. But we'll give anyone, uh, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, of course. But that was that was the quiz. Thank you for completing it. Let's go back to talking about James Collins then. Um, fans were singing his name after the Leicester win. Uh, a bit of a legend who deserves better treatment, perhaps. Uh, you're saying, Luke, that you don't want him to stay. You're saying that you do. What's the harming offering him a one-year deal, Luke? Perhaps a role in the coaching team as well. Well, well, not much really. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that might be the best option, but perhaps just try and usher him to that yeah. coaching side a little bit. Did you say that you had a Twitter poll on it? I've got a Twitter poll. I'm looking at it now. 644 votes so far okay. and currently 84% want Ginger Pele to sign up for another year. Do they really? It's uh, funny, isn't it? I mean, do they want that because, you know, he's got that kind of 
emotional attachment with them or is it, do they want it because they I think, think it's just, the right thing to do? I think a bit of both. I mean, a few people have commented. Um, player coach contract would be great. Uh, we need to develop our own into coaching roles at the club. That's from Michael Oakes. Okay. Uh, Ed Ayling got massive respect for Ginge and I'd be outraged if he wasn't kept at the club as a coach. But his playing days are coming to an end and we need to accept that and get some fresh blood in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Darren says a very similar thing. Um, I've never stopped... Uh, Aaron A said he lives, in it, lives around the corner and he's a really yeah. lovely guy. Okay. Um, always says hello to his kids. Nice. Um, if there is ever a reason to give a man a, a contract at a football club, it's, it's, he it's, says hello to your kids. So. Well, Jeff... <laughs> no. Of course, of course. Never mind about ability to defend. But if he says hello to your kids, that's perfect. Uh, you Okay... There's, you've had quite a lot of players being linked with you for all sorts of reasons. Um, let's go through some of them. Uh, you've got Anderlecht midfielder Leander Dion Donker. We're always linked with him. Um, Is he and good I said, I said a few weeks ago, didn't I, on the show, that I said there's one player I'd like to see us go back for in the summer. Yeah. Luke, what are your thoughts on um, Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, there, he almost moved in January. Uh, he, he seems like the kind of player West Ham want to be buying, and I would mm. be very surprised if it didn't happen this summer you'd be surprised why um just the level of speculation really pierce has gone to watch him Moyes has gone to watch him i believe as well so mm. it would just be a shock if he went anywhere else really what kind of player is he uh i think he's kind of a hybrid between a uh defensive midfielder and an attack and a defender sorry so yeah. he's maybe a bit like declan rice at the moment so isn't there a future for declan rice at the moment he wouldn't play. He wouldn't play in the same position as Declan Rice. I think he'd be signed as a holding midfielder because that's what we've really lacked this year. So what's Declan Rice then? He's a centre half. He's a centre half, is he? Yeah. Right. I see. So he can right play in both, but he, yeah. he has been playing centre half this season. I think that's where he'll stay. I see, and he's better in there, is he? Yeah. Well, here's some other names you've been linked with: Rodrigo Battaglia of Sporting Lisbon. Never heard of him. William Carvalho. William Carvalho. William Carvalho again. He's a very good player. He's a very good player, and he's that one that you know. Ki- the one that we, we should have signed last summer but didn't I think we hagged in over a couple of million quid in the end really? yeah I think that's what is, am I right in saying that Luke? I, I, I believe so yeah like David Sullivan just trying to save a few a couple of million oh, man. just sign the player Dave you know just get it done yeah and then Sporting Lisbon publicly had a go at the club and it all went a little bit It'll, awkward but it, right I see okay uh, Fulham's Tom Kearney is another target what do you know about him? <sighs> I don't know a great deal about Tom Kearney, um, but I was talking to a guy at work who's a football league expert, and he says that he's one of the best players in the championship, so mm-hmm. I would certainly be happy if we signed him. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, what position does he play? He is a midfielder, isn't he? Okay. Uh, and what's so good about him? What would he add to your, what would he add to your game? Thing, I, I haven't watched enough of him to, to okay. really know, but... Judging by what the experts say, yeah, uh, and what a lot of other fans have been saying, he would uh-huh. be a good addition to the team. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know a great deal about Tom Kearney. It's <laughs> another, another possibility, Slavisa Jukanovic, but obviously not as a player, as a manager. Well, I mean, Bolkets Fulham have been superb this year, haven't they? Yeah, and they he's have. been the mastermind behind that. Well, he so. has been the mastermind behind it. He's had the players there to do it. Um, you know, I always say this: it's all about players, less so about managers. If you're going to get a manager in to do something, you need the players to do what you want to do. Mm. And he's got the players at Fulham to do what he wants to do. Mm. If he's going to go to West Ham, is he going to think to himself, "I've got the players at West Ham to do what I want to do"? And if he doesn't, he's going to have to basically start from scratch and do what he wants to do. 
and that's another question entirely you know so um you know it's all it's all this kind of talk about yeah you know pep guardiola is it's, it's all the it's a bit similar to when people say pep guardiola has made raheem sterling a better player he all right i buy that to some to some degree but ultimately all he's done is just ha- made better players play better around raheem sterling that's mm. why he's always presented with goals on a plate it's interesting to see how raheem would fare in another team, for example, that where he's not playing, you know, with world class players week in week out, it's a lot harder, you know. So Pep has made him look a lot better than he is. I think mm. uh, I don't not rate Raheem. I think he's a good player, but he's a lot better than he actually is because he's in such a great side. And so Slavica Jokanovic, if he goes to West Ham, well, you know, he's probably going to go say to Sullivan, "Look, you know what? Here you go." I'm looking for all these 15 players. Bring them in. Otherwise, no chance. It's not going to be my side. Well, I mean, we got we got a stronger, stronger squad than Fulham, I would say. Um, we've got the attack there. The attack, as we said earlier, the attack's done. Just got to build a defence now around mm. Declan Rice. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 7.50 here on Love Sport Radio. Uh, it's the West Ham Fan Show till 9 o'clock. We'll be back after this. I'm going to miss Toys R Us. I don't know where I'm going to buy my Play-Doh to start building that wall now. No idea. <laughs> Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. If you're a fan of Spurs, check out Love Sport tomorrow night from 7. Even without him, we're putting in good performances. Oh, yeah, we've had some incredible performances while he's been injured. And even when he's coming back to full fitness, we've done well as well. So it's not like we're relying on him. And that's a good thing about having a great squad. We lose world class footballers like Alderweireld and you cope. The Spurs. Spurs Fan Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. Hamilton, not very good this year in Formula One, but at least he has seven Olivier Awards. 558 AM. Love Sport. 751 then here on Love Sport Radio. We got uh, a bit of David Moyes. You want to have a listen to what he says? He doesn't, he's not satisfied uh, because, uh, you know, obviously you think you're safe, but let's hear what David Moyes has to say. Well, it's not done completely yet, but uh, you'd have to say, you know, it'll take some doing for a lot of the other teams to get us. But I'm actually now thinking, how many points can I get? Where can I finish in the league table? I'm more thinking about, you know, can I maybe get up closer to the mid half of the table, you know? And it's always been like that, you know, the way the, the, the Premier League's been this season, you know, two wins in a row and you could easily be mid-table or even in the top half. Two defeats and obviously you're you're on the edge of going into the bottom three again. So, uh, look, we'll try and aim, aim up. We'll try and get win more points in the, in the home games to come. Hmm. So, uh, what, what does he mean with all... Uh, what's he trying to do there? Um, Just basically win all his remaining games. Yeah. But he's yeah, got Man United much. on Thursday. Yeah. Who, who lost to Brighton last week. Yeah, they might be thinking about the FA Cup final a little bit, yeah. but I'm not sure if they've cemented second place yet. No, not quite. So I think they need just one more win. They're still Man United, though. Yeah. So, mm. And West Ham's still West Ham. So, <laughs> What's going to happen there? Mm, maybe a 2-2 draw. David Moyes uh, saying there that you know he's, he's, he wants to maybe aim, aim a bit higher. What's the highest you can finish? I think, I was looking at this earlier, I think the highest we can finish is still 10th. Okay. Um, wow, and you know what? If you if you come in this studio in a couple of weeks and you finish tenth, what a season! You've I'll be had. coming in with a nosebleed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what a season you've had! It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go as far as say we had a great season. Um, regardless of where we finish, it's been an awful season. Yeah, awful. Okay, but I think we can still finish tenth. And if we finish tenth, happy days. Top half finish. You would not have said that a few weeks ago, would you say? No. And this is the thing: uh, is that you know. Luke, if you finish 10th, an amazing season. If you finish 10th, that's good. 
I, I think you could word, use the word amazing to describe the job David Moyes has done if West Ham finished 10th. Obviously, West Ham was 17th when he came in, but, um, yeah. but it might be a little bit like when Tottenham looked like they were going to finish 7th, when, no, 2nd when Leicester won the league and Arsenal snuck in there. Yeah. Is that a true <laughs> reflection of the season? Mm. I don't think so. Well, well, you say that, but a true reflection of the season is ultimately the se- you know, how you do, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, you know, reflections and perceptions don't really mean an awful lot. But if you finish tenth, I mean, the thing is, if you to, to, let's say you win your last two games, that puts you on forty-four points. That's the same amount of points that Leicester have at the moment. What they're ninth, are they? And they are ninth, yeah. But obviously, it depends on the other results on the teams above you. Yeah, um, you know, because they're going to be points sort of being gained and lost there as well. But you know, you finishing tenth. I mean, you're going to look at that and think, well. It's, it's crazy that only a few weeks ago you, 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 were being, you were scared of relegation. Having said that, I do have to put an Allen in a caveat here. That Obviously, I think this is more to do, really, with just the nature of the Premier League at the moment. Because, you know, you're talking 10 points that basically separates, what, relegation zone to ninth. Mm. It's, 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 it's that silly. It's been a strange season, it's isn't silly, it? It's silly, 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 silly. A few years ago... So tight, so tight in the Premier League. A few years ago, it was strange at the top with Leicester winning it, and now yeah. it's strange at the bottom with yeah. like so many teams in a relegation battle all yeah. season. Um, but, it, yeah, I mean, as we said, if we do finish in the top half of the table, it'd be, it'd be a miracle. Yeah, would it? Um, I don't think we will, though. Would you take Danny Drinkwater? He's not had a, an amazing season at Chelsea, and I rate him. He can play in that that role that we kind of need. Sort of, he, he can. Him and Mark play. Noble in the middle. Imagine that. It's <laughs> the midfield of dreams. That one, isn't it? Luke, what are your thoughts on? Yeah, I haven't. It's strange because you kind of forget about Danny Drinkwater a lot because of how he hasn't really featured for Chelsea this season. So it's it's tough to say. But based on his previous years at Leicester, then I think you'd have to say um, bring him in. You'd take yeah. him, but they aren't. Aren't the press quoting like it's going to cost us thirty million quid? Yeah, but do, well, would you pay that for him? No, no. no Who would you pay thirty million not. for then? Uh, I'd I'd pay thirty million quid for William Carvalho. Would you? Yeah. You think but he's better I than drink, pay for Danny Drinkwater? You would think he's better. You think he's better than Drinkwater? Um, I think he is better better than Drinkwater. Interesting. I think he's younger than Drinkwater. He's got a lot more promise than Drinkwater. Okay. Um, I think Chelsea are crazy if they're going to be asking for thirty million quid for Drinkwater. <laughs> Didn't they pay that for him? Last summer, they yeah. paid thirty million quid for him. So what? He's going to get. He's already played this season. They want to break even on him. It's not going to happen. Uh, fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, it's uh, seven fifty-six here on Love Sport Radio. Uh, we're going to have to uh, go to the news very soon. But guess what? Here's a shock result for you: Margate beat West Ham. That's, that's a fact. Margate beat West Ham. When? In what competition? I don't know. It's actually football. Uh, it happened. Uh, it happened uh, three days ago. Margate beat West Ham. You guys have had a you have had a terrible season. Even if you finish tenth, you lost to Margate for God's sake. Uh, no, I'm, I'm lost here. <laughs> okay, quiz quiz moment. In what sport did Margate beat West Ham at? You just said it was football. <laughs> yeah. Walking football. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's walking football. Yes, you got it. Walk- <laughs> That's not a sport, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 7.56 here on Love Sport Radio. Uh, Luke Glanville and James Jones with me in the studio, both West Ham fans. We are going to be back talking West Ham again right after this. It's nearly time for some real news, people. Real news, not fake news. Read by very intelligent people just like me. That I can tell you. Love Sport. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com getting real people real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedo.com. We Do, the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Love Sport Radio then, it's 7.59 here uh, on Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show with me, Alex, and uh, Luke Glanville from westhammatters.com and also James Jones from West Ham World. After 8 o'clock, we are going to be talking about how it'll be two years to the day since West Ham left up to Upton Park. And coincidentally, West Ham play Man United on Thursday at home to mark the anniversary. We'll look, uh, we'll look back on the season once more. Uh, two, le- two games left as well, both at home, Manchester United and Everton. Uh, we'll be looking at those as well loads of other stuff we've got Brian Williams we're speaking with him as well and uh, we've got another sort of quiz coming up as well but uh, it's a bit short I can't give the details right now but I will do right after 8 on 558am online on your smart speaker and on digital radio this is Love Sport News from the Sky News Centre at 8 the Mayor of London is accusing the government of failing in its duty to keep people safe after four shootings in the capital. Sadiq Khan's blaming cuts to police numbers. Soon after a fatal shooting in Southwark over the weekend, there were social media posts calling for retribution. These former gang members, turned music producers, believe whole communities feel abandoned by the government. If there's no help, like, when you, like you said, when you talk to the kids, they don't want to live that life. This has been going on for years. Before YouTube. Before YouTube. 
Police in Oxford have opened fire on a gunman who shot into the streets from an address in the city centre. One person is being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Officers are now negotiating with the subject. Su- suspect, it's not believed to be a terrorist incident. Boris Johnson's appealing to Donald Trump not to scrap a deal with Iran aimed at preventing it developing a nuclear bomb. The Foreign Secretary is in the US to convince officials that flaws in the current agreement can be tweaked. Grandparents could soon be given the right to maintain contact with their grandchildren after a divorce. Amendments to the Children Act is gaining support among MPs. The bill would give youngsters in England and Wales the right to have a relationship with close extended family members. A man's collapsed and died during the Belfast Marathon. The runner, who was in his 50s, got into difficulties around six miles into the race. He was taken to the Royal Victoria Hospital but later died. Around 17,000 people took part in the marathon. And it's officially the hottest early May bank holiday Monday ever. Roger Wilde is the owner of a beachside cafe in Bognor Regis and he says it's been a busy day. It's the best I can ever remember, to be honest with you, yes, yeah. With uh, ice cream, chips, burgers, that kind of thing, that it's all going down pretty low today, yeah, now. It's hit 28.7 degrees Celsius at RAF North Alts in West London. That's beaten a previous record by just over 5 degrees, and it's also become the hottest early May bank holiday weekend on record as well. That's the latest. I'm Charlie Max. The West Ham Fan Show. The latest on the Hammers. All the gossip from the London Stadium. And you irons getting vocal on the socials. The West Ham Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love sport. London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Two minutes past eight then here on Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show with me, Alex, and Luke uh, from westhammatters.com and James Jones from West Ham World. We are talking all things West Ham uh, as we normally do on a Monday evening until nine o'clock. And uh, I just want to say, guys, before we uh, move on to uh, all things West Ham, uh, I just want to tell the listeners that make, to make sure that you listen to the score on Saturday afternoons for your chance to win a million pounds with seven of the best. Now, all you have to do is correctly predict seven correct results four weeks in a row, six winners and a draw, and best of all, you can play along for free. So you don't have to predict the scores, you just have to predict the results. If you're a chance to win a million pounds, listen to the score Saturday afternoons from two with 7OTB.com, and uh, later in the show, I'll tell you exactly how to play that. Okay, so uh, we had a competition earlier, which you guys uh, did pretty well at, actually, for the first time since I started doing quizzes on this uh, show. Uh, That was named Every Hammer of the Year since 2000. And it's probably just as well because that you got it all right within the space of half an hour because well a you had someone here to help you uh james and yeah, you, you had Luke. Change. you probably would have got it more right anyway you were quite confident weren't you yeah i was quite confident yeah, yeah. Uh, and also um a lot be- uh, better than some of the uh, slightly better than some of the other uh, attempts at the quizzes that we've had so far in that you have done very well but there's always been that one that's let you down yeah. hasn't it and it's gone right to the wire but there's another one i want to uh, put out there for the rest of our listeners uh, now uh, this evening because we've got the international tournament uh, coming up obviously uh, next month it is the world cup so with another international tournament fast approaching us i'm asking everyone out there what goal was the lovable john motson commentating on here the far side of the penalty area now to volley it oh, 
let us know love sport at love sport radio or 0208 70 20 558 let's have another listen to it wendell the far side of the penalty area now to volley it courtesy of the BBC there uh, John Watson commentating on that goal but what goal was it uh, phone us 0208 or at Love Sport Radio that's the uh, Twitter or Facebook handle let's hear now from Brian Williams author of the book Home From Home also West Ham fan good evening to you Brian good evening hi yeah hi uh, do you any idea what goal he was commentating on there uh, I haven't, no. <laughs> no. Um, it certainly wasn't Jeff Hurst scoring the uh, winning goal in the World Cup <laughs> final, <laughs> no. which was probably the last time I took an interest in an England international. But, um, oh, I see, right, uh, OK. Well, that wasn't necessarily an England goal. What I was saying was what goal was Motty commentating on there. Um, I know, yeah. Yeah, all right, OK. <laughs> uh, so, well, actually, we do have one correct answer so far, just one correct answer on it, and uh, I'll be giving you the answer uh, before, ten, uh, before 9 o'clock this evening. How uh, pleased are you, then, Brian, because often we've spoken with you um, in the last last few months, and uh, well, you've been maybe slightly pessimistic. Would that be overcooking that analysis slightly, or pessimistic? Me, I am the uh, (laughs) I radiate optimism in everything I do and say. Well, I'm I'm a bit confused now. I mean, I've got the Valium in, I've got the vodka in. I mean, I I really don't know quite how to cope with this last week. You know, we're Mm. we're safe, and I, I, you know, I I was really hyped up for the fight, and and now. It's it's all over. We we sort of have limped to safety. You have. Um, I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm pleased. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. um, I, it, it's a bit of an anticlimax, really, to go through these last two games, which should have been seriously, seriously nerve wracking. Yeah. To think, well, I could be a football tourist. I might I might buy myself a half an hour scarf and uh, <laughs> leave twenty minutes early. Is that what you did? No, no, that's oh, the two right. games, the two the two oh. home games we got coming up. Oh, I see. Oh, right, um, yeah, because you got Manchester United on Thursday as well, obviously, haven't you? We have, yes, and then uh, and Everton last game of the season. So uh, you're 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 kind of uh, sitting there now, uh, you know, lovely bank holiday sunshine as it has been this evening, and uh, you know, it's, it's always great having that feeling of comfort, knowing that you don't have to worry anymore about your team because you've had enough of worrying for the last seven or eight months. It's been a nightmare year. So, what are you thinking right now? Well, uh, there's a lot of rebuilding to be done at West Ham, uh, everywhere from the boardroom to the manager to the, the playing staff okay. to disagreements, uh, to put it mildly, between different fan groups. We, we've really got to dig deep and, and use the summer, I think, to rebuild what West Ham is is really all about, which is should be a unified club all pulling together, not mm. expecting the impossible, but um, believing in in the attainable and being a decent football club that is, you know, is a good place for fans to go, both home and away, mm. and a good place to watch football. Where where did they start with that, Brian? Um, well, <laughs> there's so much to be done. I don't think they can fit it all into one summer. So, I mean, where do you think that they should start? Well, I think that what we need is a program, don't we? We need some goals that are set that are attainable. Uh, one of the things that I've mentioned before that I would like to see is a greater link between the supporters and the boardroom, possibly a supporter actually in the boardroom, some representation for what supporters want. And I want to see some goals set that people can measure that in two years' time, we are at this sort of point at four years' time. This is where we're going and see us moving forward. And there's stuff that can be done 
both on and off the field. And we just have to make going to football more enjoyable than it's been. I mean, you know, as you said, we're, we're, we're two years on now from, from the last game against Manchester United. We have mm. to somehow make going to the London Stadium, win, lose or draw, a day out that you remember like it used to be at Hopton Park. Mm. Um, that's yeah. I, I mean, the thing is with that, as and as you've written in your book, it's uh, it's going to be really difficult to replicate, isn't it? Because you don't quite have the same kind of football experience around it. Well, I think maybe we can't. Re- well, I'm, I'm certain that we can't replicate it. I think what we have to do is build something new. Now, obviously, I've been one of the whingers and the whiners mm. since long before the move to leave was was put forward. Yeah. Um, I've had two years of whinging. It doesn't really it hasn't really made me feel any better. What we have to do now is to actually improve things big style. When of course we're not going back, we've always known that. Mm. There's not really a lot of joy to be had in just saying, My God, it's terrible mm. um, particularly as, you know, I'm coming up to the uh, that painful time of the year when you have to renew your season ticket. Yeah. Um you know, that's a that's a sizable sum of money that will be going out. I want to get something back. And when you look at, say, how, you know, like those American stadiums where you go, it's the day out when you go, yeah, a bit yeah. like cricket maybe, you go mm-hmm. you go to a cricket, you know, you go to a cricket match, mm-hmm. you're going to, in my case, it's the Oval, I'm going to be in there all day. Well, that's mm-hmm. where I'm going to be eating, that's where I'm going to be drinking. It's a great place to be. You actually see how the Oval, I don't know whether you've got any cricket fans uh, listening tonight, probably not, but... You see how the Oval has changed over the years. It's modernised in lots of ways, but it's kept its old character. Mm. And it's a great place to be. It's not the cheapest place to be, Mm -hmm. but it's a good place to be. You have a good day out. Now, somehow, Mm. we have to recreate that at the London Stadium. We have to improve on the pitch, obviously, but we have to improve the off, you know, the the kind of the off-field experience as well. And that's something Mm. that can be done. Mm Yeah. Uh, also, in regards to uh, upgrades, where you need the, where you need them, I've been going through the gu- through some names here with the guys here about the players that uh, the club are currently. Mm, yeah, I've been listening. Yeah, yeah. Currently, currently looking at out of those out of those players, who do you think is uh, is, is the ones that you'd you'd want? Well, the, pro- the, the player I'd most like to get our hands on is John Joe Shelby. Oh, okay. To be honest, mm. who is a West Ham fan through and through, uh, he I think would. He would be the new Mark Noble. I'm not yeah. saying he'd be the new Billy Bonds, because we'll never have a new Billy Bonds. But um, <laughs> who, incidentally, has been my hammer of the year um, for all of the... Uh, ever since 2000, I've voted for him, but somehow he doesn't seem to have won. I see. <laughs> uh, but, but, but no, Shelby would be. I think would be a really good addition. Interesting point. In, in, interesting point there. We'll, we'll, we'll carry on talking about uh, the potential players at uh, West Ham. Then it's eleven minutes past eight. Stay on the phone there, Brian. We'll be back after this. I'm coming, UK. Just like Stormy Daniels, I'm coming. Love sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. You made 60 quid on the Royal Family, which almost pays back the money that you have paid for them, which is quite nice, (laughs) isn't it, in a way? You got your money back. I got my money back. I'm not a royal. No, it's not that I'm not a royalist. I just, I don't know. I love the Royal Family. Of course you do. (laughs) I can't. You voted Brexit and you love the Royal Family. (laughs) I get it. I know who I'm sitting with. Weekdays from 6am. Ronaldo's goal. Better overhead skills than Charlton's comb over. That, I can tell you. This is Love Sport. 
It's uh, 12 minutes past eight here on Love Sport Radio then, and uh, we were talking about John Joe Shelby as a potential midfielder. Uh, with uh, Brian Williams was talking about him there, our guest on the phone right now, author of the book Home From Home. Um, now, he he hasn't been one of the names that's been touted uh, in any of the papers or anything like that, but, uh, you know, how would you feel if he went, James, I'll start with you? He's been linked with us in the past, hasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's always the player that I've liked. He's a really good player, pass for the ball. Yeah. Um, a couple of times this season, I've watched him at Newcastle, and he's worried me a little bit. He's been a bit lazy. Mm. Um, hasn't been at his best, but when he wants to play, when he wants to turn it on, he, he's a, he's one of the best English midfielders in the Premier League, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Um, if he's playing for the team that he supports like West Ham then perhaps he'll turn it on week in week out I don't know but I mean I'd definitely have him Luke um, yeah I'd, I'd agree with what James says about his ability and I think West Ham are going to be looking for a new Mark Noble figure mm. uh, very soon so I think he's the man to deliver that really so yeah uh, Brian um, Yaya Torre on a one year deal I'd rather not no I think you know West Ham over the years have gone down this road yeah. of taking players past their sell-by date and I've always preferred it when we've got the up-and-comings rather than the has-beens. Mm. Um, and some of the other names that have been touted, Danny Drinkwater perhaps? I'm not a big fan of Danny Drinkwater myself, okay. it's, um, <laughs> but then I, 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 I didn't realise you were a Leicester fan, so I should probably be careful what I say, but uh, no, I, I, I've not really ever worn to Drinkwater. Mm. And also, we've been talking about James Collins here, Brian. Um, he's yet to be offered a new deal. Would you keep him? I'd have James Collins on the staff for the next 25 years, quite honestly. Wow. He's just an absolute... Yeah, he's, he's kind of... He's what West Ham really is all about. I don't think they will uh, keep him on, and I think he probably signed his uh, his exit papers at Brighton when mm. he went to the fans after the game and did the money, money, money sign and looked in the uh, direction of the directors. Mm. And so what we're all thinking, which is why aren't the owners spending the sort of money that they need to spend and mm. said they would spend? Mm. Uh, it was a great, it was a great moment, but probably not the, the most tactful or shrewd thing he's <laughs> ever done in his life. And uh, we went through some key moments uh, of David David Moyes' uh, season that has basically effectively made you stay up, and we realised that actually West Ham could finish tenth this season. And um, you know what? That, that's been a really good uh, that's been a really good season, hasn't it? If that happens. Well, it is. It's not really where you finish quantifies the quality of the season, is mm, it? It's okay. the whole experience and, and the sort of football you've watched. The the whole, you, you know, every day out, home and away, what sort of time you have, and it's it's not been a good season. I mean, I've, I've not enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy last season, um, and that's why things have to change. Mm. We can't replicate, as you said, going to Upton Park but we have to find our own identity and our own match identity and to make it enjoyable. You know, mm. we're, we're not you know, spending, in my case, 900 quid a year to buy a season ticket to have a miserable time every other Saturday or Monday or Thursday or whenever the TV mm. companies decree that we will be playing our football matches. <laughs> OK, Brian Williams, uh, author of the book Home From Home and uh, West Ham fan, thank you so much for your time on the phone with us here uh, this evening. And, uh, well, glad you're feeling a little better as well after West Ham uh, guaranteed... Uh, well, they haven't totally guaranteed safety, but they are they are safe, aren't they? Well, it is guaranteed. It is guaranteed, is it? Well, I mean, Stoke and Sa- uh, Southampton and Swansea yeah. play tomorrow night, yeah, that's which means that take him, take neither of them can yes. catch us. Yeah, so... so so yeah, you can you can sit comfortably uh, there, of course. There, so uh, yeah, I mean, how much of that would you echo with what Brian said, Luke? 
Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think there needs to be um, a reshuffle in the, in the summer from top to bottom after and um, we have screwed our safety, as James said, on um, on Saturday night with um, Southampton's point there. So, mm. yeah, there, there definitely needs to be, be something different tried from now on. And um, it would just be interesting to see what happens now, really. Yeah. Now, uh, now you run the website westhammatters.com. dot com. Tell me a bit yeah. about that. Um, well, it's a, it's a newly launched uh, West Ham blog covering all that aspects of West Ham news, from uh, breaking news and live blogs to um, to nostalgic pieces, stuff like that. We have mm. some um, some great nostalgic writers okay. on there as well. So that's. Um, WestHamMatters.com and uh, mm. at WestHamMatters underscore on Twitter. So. Uh, how how, how uh, when did you start? Ooh, uh, when did the blog come live? At when the website? Two weeks today. Oh, okay. Two weeks ago today. How's, so. it done, how's it done so far? Um, yeah, good. good. Are you it's, getting it's much? Been tough. You getting traffic? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. We've we've um we've had some some help. James has helped us out with a few things on Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, it's been difficult. But um, but uh, we look. We, there's light at the end of the tunnel now. <laughs> are you um are you getting many people commenting, making comments on some articles or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so what are they saying? Uh, well, just that that general kind of consensus of we we tend to get more comments on our nostalgic bits, mm. stuff like that. Um, comments like that, and we have a few writers who write kind of opinionated stuff from now, and yeah. it's it's very much there's a there's a, a Moise out theme is the biggest theme you'll see is amongst it? West Ham fans. Interesting, now. Mm. so interesting, uh, isn't it? So. Yeah, and, so and bored out, of course, as well. <laughs> and if he finishes 10th, Moyes out. Mm. Unbelievable. And, and I know what Brian's saying, you know, he's not had a good season and didn't have a good season last season either because it's it's an interesting thing what Brian said there is that, um, you know, where you finish doesn't necessarily paint the experience you've had in the season, which I get as if you haven't had it. I think that's what he, I think that's what Brian meant. But That would be an accurate, e- accurate reflection of West Ham this season. If yeah. we finish 10th, it will. It will be people around the country will be like, "Well, what were they moaning for?" It's like, "Well, but really, you know, what would you be moaning for?" I, I know. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm, you know, I, I'm being three, devil's advocate. Three here. games until the end of the season. Yeah. Um, we've changed managers. The style of football hasn't been great. Um, Is it because it's been just too roller coaster for you? One minute you're up, next that, you're we're, down. We're, it's we're just, used oh. to roller coasters. We're used to roller coasters. The difference is, is that we weren't expecting to be in a roller coaster mm. after moving stadiums and that's okay. the key thing yeah yeah but despite finishing and if you do finish 10th this season when was the last time you finished how many times have you finished 10th or above in the last 10 years uh in the premier league uh, three or four probably right okay three or four so there you go so not not a bad season if you i'm not 10th. having this that is because <laughs> it's been it's been a tough tough season yeah, um, I, I know that. I speak that, to yeah. any West Ham fan. I mean, you've been here and I've been on the show and I've yeah. been head in hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's been a tough season. Yeah. And I cannot wait for it to be over next And you week. know what? The thing is, I could I could speak to a Leicester fan and ask them how they feel. And yet they could finish ninth, perhaps. In fact, looking at the uh, Premier League table right now, they could finish... Yeah, they could, they could actually finish eighth, unlikely. Um, but, you know, if they finish ninth this season... Mm. Now that's say a you've season. had a bad season. That's a good season for Leicester. But they've actually had not a great season. I mean, they've had a nightmare last couple of months. Well, they haven't won in like eight or something no. crazy like that, have they? But I would say it's a good season for Leicester for a club like Leicester. Um, finishing ninth. You say a club like Leicester, but you know they won the Premier League two years ago, and uh, they're actually not a bad side. <laughs> they've won the Premier League in the most freakish. Ah, oh, you're not going to tell me that they were lucky, are you? I thought, uh, no, they they deserved to win it that oh, year. Okay. But they were also in a season when every single top six club just didn't turn up. 
Mm, okay. Really? And Tottenham bottled it, which is brilliant. <laughs> so many caveats thrown in, and I'm not sure what to say. I'm a Plastic Leicester fan, so I, I'm not as disappointed as I probably could be. Uh, 8.20 here on Love Sport Radio, then. It's the West Ham fan show still. Um, till, eight, uh, till, till 9 o'clock, and we'll be back right after this. I don't approve of political jokes, because I've seen far too many of them get elected. Love Sport, 5.58 a.m. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Don't miss Mick at the London Motor Show. Brought to you by MotorshowEvents.com. This is a celebration of all big vehicles. From big American rigs, the ultimate six-wheel Hummer, one of the biggest off-roaders, to the most spectacular lowrider by Gas Monkey, this is not to be missed. Save 10% today on London Motor Show tickets. Visit MotorshowEvents.com slash LoveSport and use promo code BIG2018. The London Motor Show, 17th to the 20th of May at XL London. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto tune or auto scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. You can visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Seriously, cricket, I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like that before. Unique, very, very unique. 558 AM, Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. 8.23 then here on Love Sport Radio. I'm Alex, here with you till uh, 10 o'clock this evening, of course, but uh, until 9 o'clock, it's uh, the West Ham Fan Show. Uh, I'm joined by Luke Glanville from WestHamMatters.com and uh, James Jones from West Ham World as well. So on Thursday, it'll be two years to the day since uh, you guys left Upton Park. Now, coincidentally, West Ham play Man United at home again to mark their anniversary. So almost looks deliberate, doesn't it, <laughs> by the Premier League to put that fixture there? <laughs> yeah, kind of, but... It's kind of fitting, actually, that we're playing playing United. I yeah, think it is, isn't it? Yeah. I think the the difference is is that the the new stadium is meant to signify a new era in the club's history and moving on and sort of promising promising future. Mm. Uh, and instead, two years down the line, well, two years ago, we went into that game, that final, that hashtag farewell bowling game, as, yeah. as it was called. Yeah. Um, hoping to win and maybe perhaps snatch a top four spot. Yeah. On Thursday, we go in having just about scraped Premier League survival two years later. So, 
hasn't really gone to plan, but you know, yeah. it's been a tough. Yeah. Year. I, I fancy some Thursday against United, just like really? I did on that farewell bowling game. Yeah. I, I do fancy us. Do you, Luke? I think it'd be nice for old times' sake, wouldn't it, to to beat Manchester United? But maybe you've maybe. had some you've had some classic games in, o- over the years, haven't you? West Ham versus Manchester United, mm. Manchester United versus yeah. West Ham as well. Um, my most memorable. What's your? I'll give you my most memorable one. Let me hear yours, Luke. Um, probably Manchester United nil, West Ham one, two thousand seven. Okay. Carlos Tevez. Oh yeah. West Ham winning at Old Trafford, start on the final day. Yeah. It's, it's got to be up there. It's got to be up there, hasn't it? Is that your up there? Yeah. That's, you're very that's probably, top. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, so basically, Tevez ensured your survival. Yeah. Before he then bef- before 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 he then moved on to Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, James. That farewell bowling game. Okay. Or why? Or because it was because it was the last. Oh, that was a one? that was a wonderful day. It was so emotional. But just like the party before, I made outside the stadium and uh, you know we went in and just the whole game was brilliant. Yeah. You know, and then the win to win it the way we did. Yeah. And it, we were, everyone was so desperate for us to win that game. We yeah. couldn't we couldn't bow out on a defeat. No. Um, and for Winston Reid to get that late winner. What was the score? Remind me. Three two. Okay, and it was just it was just superb the whole day, and then and then it was just saying goodbye at the end, and you know you look back at those happy memories and that brilliant season that that, yeah. that, that it was. Did, were you, you were there, obviously. Yeah. Did you take any anything as a souvenir? Um, I didn't know. Um, I I always said oh, I'm taking my seat, um, but I didn't in the end. And then the club had the audacity to charge fans fifty quid to take their seat. Really? Um, so some right. see, some fans some fans did take a seat, but it was fifty quid. Yeah, well you could buy it after, and you had to go and pick it up for, right. uh, at the ground. And I just went, I'm not paying fifty quid for a seat that I've already spent yeah. six hundred pound a year for yeah. for the last ten years. You know, so that was a bit of a cheek. Yeah, to make money. Out my of brother, it. my brother did it, um, and he he says to me now he regrets it because it's just sitting there in a, in a cupboard doing nothing, doing nothing, getting dust. So well, no, but isn't that the point? I mean, it, it, it's nostalgia. I mean, I nostalgia. probably would have turned it into a, a, a seat. And actually, right. a lot, a lot. I've seen a lot of fans do that. Yeah, yeah. you know, they've, they've tweeted pictures of it. Okay, I probably would have done that, but fifty quid for a chair. Yeah, I mean, I've paid for that seat over the years, and they've charged me another fifty. I thought quid. it was a bit rude of them to actually suggest that you need to pay for a seat. That, yeah, that, that basically they're knocking the whole thing down. Yeah, you know, I mean, this I mean, car's run by millionaires. By all means, sell it to those that don't have a season ticket. Yeah. But season ticket holders should have been allowed just to have their seat. You know, you should be should be allowed that. But well, I can tell you that my um, my most memorable. West Ham Manchester United game was 1995 when West Ham prevented Manchester United from winning the league. Brilliant. You guys had. Uh, you would have been how old? Six? Seven? 95, I would have been seven. Yeah. Six, seven. And I remember watching that game and think I just couldn't believe it. I mean, the amount of chances that. Especially Andy Cole had. Mm. And he could not score. And Man United needed to win that game to win to win the league. And, and you prevented them from doing it. Lilith McCloskey and goal, wasn't it? And I think, Is didn't Michael Brown. Didn't Mike, didn't some did someone called Brown actually score the winning goal? Or was it nil nil? I'm going to have to quiz this out. <laughs> it was nil nil. Are you going to Google it, or are you going to, what are you going to do? <laughs> We're going to have to try and find out. That I mean, was my most memorable. In my defence, I was about six years old. You were, so, but um, but you know, as you're a West Ham, fan, do you remember? Uh, well, I was minus five at the time. So, uh, <laughs> do you know the score? I, I know of Luke? the game, yeah, but what? I couldn't tell you the score. No, nah. I, well, I don't know if it was nil nil or whether or whether it was one nil. Whether this is making a... really bad West Ham radio. Can I? We need to. Can I ask? Can, can, I, can I ask you guys? Actually, was there a player called someone Brown who played for you? 
Mike, not Michael Brown. No, there was. Oh, come on, man. You're Leicester fans. Leicester fans? That's, that's what we're talking about. You might as well be Leicester fans. Well, I feel you like don't know anything about your club. Ask- <laughs> you don't know anything about your club. Well, you do now, but um, because you you absolutely whipped that quiz earlier. But last couple of weeks, Kenny Brown. Kenny Brown. Okay, that was the, that. That was that was the. So player. it was one 0 West Ham that game. It was, wasn't it? So not only did Man U not win, and they had to win, I think. But yeah, they, they needed lost. to win, didn't they? Cause, yeah, yeah. But they lost because Kenny Brown scored that goal. Do you remember him? As in, no. is he a player you are familiar with no. in terms of? No, no. Wow. You just make me feel slightly I'm old. So, I'm just so young. You're, you are <laughs> you are young. You're a young fan. A young, growing fan. Ready to experience so much more of what West Ham have to offer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and Luke, you're even younger. Well, I, I do know of Kenny Brown, actually, because he's... Oh, wow. So come. I mean, I, I, okay. know, I, know, I know of Kenny Brown. Okay, okay. I know of Kenny Brown. I, okay. I believe he's the son of Ken Brown, who was an FA Cup and Cup Winners' Cup winner with West Ham in the 1960s. Okay. Recently, yeah. was given the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Player Awards. So, okay. that's how I know. Kenny Brown was. Uh, no, Ken Brown's Ken Brown dad. Was, right, okay, his dad was given... Yeah. It probably should have been, his sons probably should have been given uh, some kind of achievement award as well, just preventing Manchester United from winning the league <laughs> in 1995. Because obviously because it was a time when Blackburn won it, and Blackburn are probably never going to win it again. Um, but that was different, obviously, slightly, because they weren't really quite like Leicester. They had also spent millions that season as well. It's half past eight here on Love Sport Radio. We'll take a break. I have so much money, I can even buy silence. Just ask Stormy Daniels. She won't be able to add to you, though. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. I can't believe that this is still happening in 2018. Can't we have regional accents? Or is it hard to take someone seriously if they go, now, class, settle down? It seems nuts to me. As long as the teacher understands the basics of the English language, the basics of grammar, how they say it, what accent they have, seems to be nuts. So that's that's everyone but Scousers, right? <laughs> just, <laughs> as well, just as well we're at London Station, yeah, just isn't as it? Well, yeah. Wow. Because they, they, they don't react to any of that stuff, do they? They're really, really cool with being criticised. Oh. Weekdays from 6am. Last for Radio then, it's 8.30, it's the West Ham Fan Show until 9 o'clock then. And uh, I'm here with Luke, I'm Alex, I'm here with Luke uh, Glanville from westhammatters.com and James Jones from West Ham World. Uh, guys, so uh, we're talking about West, uh, talking about Manchester United and the nostalgia there, and you're playing them on Thursday. Can I ask first, before we go on to the, your run-in, um, what you think the score's going to be against Man United on Thursday, Luke? Um, 2-2, two, two, maybe... Like I said, for old times' sake, West Ham might uh, sneak a three-two. Okay. In memory of the Billing Ground. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, yourself? Uh, I think we'll. I think we're going to win one-nil. Do you really? Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to win. I really do believe cool. we're going to get three points. Okay, and um, I-, I just want to give a special shout out, if I may, to Goal Line Technology. Goal Line Technology has been such an amazing welcome. Uh, addition to football and the Premier League it's just last Friday what happened when Brighton mm. beat them 1-0 you'd have never seen that would have been nil-nil at the end and uh, Brighton would have lost two points perhaps you know had that goal not yeah. given it's just such I, I, I still sit here in amazement that there were people before goal line technology came in thinking I don't want it I don't want it it's going to spoil the game and there was me thinking what the hell are you talking about and I'm always right in football listen I'm always right I, I'm happy. I, I, I'm happy it's I, in there, and I predicted Liverpool to win the Champions League as well. I think I'm I think always win the Champions League, but I, I, I do think Goran Technology 
works it's, it's <laughs> worth having absolutely um only when it works for you rather than yeah. against you but yeah i mean it's a good it's a good addition it's a good good thing to have it's fantastic yeah uh, i wanted to give a special shout out a special shout out to that because brighton won with goal line technology against manchester united last week it sounds like i dislike united but mm, i actually don't i just love goal line technology mind you i love var as well and have var be, been you been in use when um the referee was it i can't who, who was refereeing your game the other day when uh, he yellowed when he yellowed cresswell i can't remember uh, no you want to forget about that, don't you? But he, he did what he had to do. Yeah, he did. He took to one for the team. I can't believe he fell and just put his arms on the ball. <laughs> oh my! And he, you, you could see the look on his face afterwards, and he was thinking. You could see that Cresswell yeah, in his eyes was thinking, worried. "What have I done?" He looked a bit worried. He just th- because it's a natural reaction. That's the thing. Sometimes it's a natural reaction. You just you just go, "Oh no, no, no! I've done it, and I wasn't mm. supposed to do it." And uh, so there you go. So you got to, uh, West Ham got away with that. Then uh, you're running. Then um, we've talked about Manchester United on Thursday. Everton then last game of the season. Luke, that that was a game I, I was extremely worried about earlier in the season with the Sam Allardyce connection. Yes, yes. There, there's. I think me and, me and James were saying the other day there was n- nothing that Sam Allardyce loved more than yeah. um, beating West Ham to send them down, and then the, the smug look on his face afterwards. Yeah. But it, it seems like there's going to be nothing to play for. So. Mm. I think West Ham should win. He actually helped keep us up in the end, because Everton's late winner against Southampton meant that we were we were we were one hundred percent safe. Uh, of course. So, uh, Agent oh, Agent yeah. Allardyce, I never had, I never doubted him for one minute. <laughs> he's, he's kept us up. <laughs> you were really frightened that he might be sending you down on the last day of the season. I was I, I was in a pub. Uh, I wasn't watching the game. I, I, it was kind of out in the corner of my eye, and there was just I couldn't. I, I actually then had to double take to see what had happened. It was Ninety whatever minutes had gone, and then mm. all of a sudden, them and Mark Hughes's head it was in his hands, and that's football. It's just mm. how you must be feeling when something like that happens. You know, imagine you guys needed a win to stay up, and you were one nil up, and then that happens. I'm imagine. Like, oh heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking I mean Southampton aren't down but that would have been absolutely massive for them um, so there, uh, by the way there was rumours of a fan protest against Man United well I've seen something floating around Twitter today actually that caught my eye um, this I don't know who started it but it's all about turning up 16 minutes late on Thursday night for the Man United game Right. Okay. What's the significance of sixteen? Um, sixteen. Uh, I'm I'm led to believe that sixteen is to to in memory of 2016, the year we right, left. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Right. Um, and because the game's being broadcast live on Sky Sports, the the idea behind it is that to show the rest of the world that the fans aren't happy because they're going to turn up sixteen minutes late. Uh, right. Okay. My point of view is that no, I mean let's just let's just get beyond the team now. We're up, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're staying up. Let's worry about all this protest. Let's worry about the owners and, and worry about it. once the season's over. Yeah, let's try and end this season with a bit of momentum. Okay, um, let's try and win our last two games. Let's try and finish in the top ten. It yeah. should be done. Well, absolutely, and uh, then take a little bit of momentum into into next into next season and go from there. But. I, I've seen a lot of fans say the same thing I've seen a lot of fans go yeah it's a great idea I'm going to do that Yeah, it's not going to make any difference either way because if you don't you're still turning up you're still giving the owners the money that the money that you say that they, yeah. you know, they're only worried about the only way you you really affect is if you don't turn up but 
if the season ticket holders t- don't turn up, the donors don't care because they've already got their money. It w- so it's a, it swings and roundabouts. Yeah, absolutely. Luke? Yeah, I, I totally agree that West Ham have already made the world's headlines once. <laughs> and uh, there's there's no need for a second time. It, it would be pointless. It wouldn't achieve anything. And it would just be, be silly, really. If you want a stadium that's going to be full, if you want, want a good atmosphere, then um, turn up before the start of the game and sing your heart out. Exactly. Um, okay, so uh, you were you you saw the protests uh, that happened, obviously against uh, Burnley. You were there, were you? Yeah, Luke? yeah, I was. Yeah. How was it for you? Well, obviously, it's the first time I've uh, uh, um, so you've been in the studio. So yeah, I, I was actually live blogging the game, so I was in the right. press box. So the main concourse where it was going on is directly below the the press box, and it was very very weird. You don't know what to to put down. You do because there's a game of football still going on, mm. but no no one's watching it. Everyone's just looking at what's happening unreal. down below you, and it was unreal. Um, it it was just there were there were people literally standing next to me shouting. There were people suggesting what my headline should be tomorrow morning. Really? Was, yeah. So you were you were in the in the press box? Yeah. yeah. I'd, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Is is what really? I'd say. Yeah. It it was unbelievable. I'm, I'm sure James can add and, to that. Yeah, but did, yeah, but but I just before he does, I just want to ask you: Did you think that this was kind of the beginning of the end in a way? Whether, whether this was just gonna where does this you know what happens next week now and then oh no what's happening to my club? Absolutely, well, if, because if, ultimately it was just a one-off. With that, yeah, with that Southampton game in mind, I was I was thinking before the Southampton game, if West Ham go one 0 behind early on, yeah, what on earth's going to happen? If, if West Ham go down on the final day against Everton, what on earth's going to happen? Are people going to rip, mm. rip the stadium apart? Are they well, going to hurt a, people? Well, that's a very good point, actually. What would have happened had you got relegated? I mean, that would have just been that would have kicked off, wouldn't it, James? Yeah, I think it would have done. I tried to think, <sighs> but they got down to that last game and. We would have been relegated on the final day. I tried to think of what had happened. I mean, as, as Luke just said, it, what we saw at that Burnley game was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was on the other side of where it was all happening. Yeah, I was on the other yeah. side of the stadium where my season ticket is. But um, to see it all kick off, you see the players running the pitch and yeah. think, what, what are you doing? Uh, the, the fans running the pitch, think, what, what are you doing? Mm. You're not achieving anything. No. You're not. All you're doing. Is making this football club look even more. I know it sounds. I know all that. All that they had a reason for doing what they were doing, mm. and I do support those 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 thoughts and those reasons behind what they did. But what they did was wrong. Yeah. And they what they were doing was making the club look even more silly than what it already did. Um, there were ways and means of protesting. A, a, a knock turning up for sixty minutes is a much more peaceful protest than running on the pitch, and mm-hmm. you know. But I, I don't think the fans. The fans should just. just Get the Caesar out of the way now. Mm. Let's worry about what happens in the summer. Yeah. Protest next season, if it's still bad. Well, here's a tweeter. Um, the, the, actually, this is this is a, a moan at Karen Brady. Uh, it says, they're on the take from the club. Uh, they've made so much profit last season, but they've only invested £29 million net spend on transfer over four windows. It isn't good enough. I'm bored because they've killed West Ham for money, and after Thursday, I won't go again till they are gone. That's from Robert Webb. So he's, he's pretty passionate about it. He's not going to go again till they're gone. How many other fans feel like that? There are a lot of fans that feel like that. Um, and so it, that's big, man. That's about, if you're not going to go, I don't. I mean, I don't understand those fans that, he's that think ticket, like that. He's a season ticket holder. Well, I mean, the way I see it is that I mean, from my own point of view, I just renewed my season ticket. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people go, you must be mad. What are you doing that for? And it's like, well, I'll go. I'll go and watch West Ham, mm. regardless of who owns the club, regardless of who's the manager, and regardless who's playing for the football team. 
I love I love West Ham United. Of course you do, yeah. Um, I don't particularly like. I don't particularly want the owners there. Mm. Um, I'm still on an iron over David Moyes, and I think half the squad is useless. But that doesn't mean to say I'm going to go. Oh, I've had enough of this. I'm you're, not going to turn up. I've, yeah. I've paid my money. Yeah, you have, and 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 you know you, you're you're maybe one of those Arsenal. F- it's a bit like it's a bit weird, you know. Like Arsenal fans um, were being criticised really heavily for singing Ars- Arsene Wenger's name the other day, but most of them just want him out. That's a bit hypocritical. Whereas, yeah, you know, it, would you? That was a bit weird, though. Wasn't that's it? a bit weird. A bit weird. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know. Whereas, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's like football's really weird. It's it's almost impossible sometimes to not be hypocritical, but that's just the way it is. You know, have you ever? Would you ever say that you'd find yourself in a position like that where you want someone out so bad? But then, actually, at the end of the last season, you'd be singing their name. No, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think I've been in that situation. I mean, the only situation I can say um, is probably Stavon Bidic. Yeah. In that, I, I wanted him to go because he needed to go. The time was right for him to go. But mm. at the same time, I, I, I you know, I, I tweeted and said, you know, thanks for the memories because he yeah. did give us that really great season. Mm. And it was mixed feelings when he did left. It was quite emotional when he left because mm. he did give us that really great season yeah but ultimately lost it in the end it's uh, 8.41 here on Love Sport Radio still or West Ham until 9 o'clock we'll be back after the break I listened to 5 Live the other day and I instantaneously wanted to start the nuclear war Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTB.com play your way to 1 million pounds stop paying too much for your energy bills Brian saved money on his at a spokesmansaid.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman set. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes. To find real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto tune or auto scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedo.com. We Do, the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Take your passion for football and turn it into incredible cash prizes. Thousands of footy fans are already playing seven of the best. Just pick six teams to win and one to draw and you could win one million pounds. You choose the matches and you can play on your own or create a team with your mates. It's free to play. So what are you waiting for? Play seven of the best today. Check out 7OTB.com. That's the number 7OTB.com. We don't have time for people that don't stand on the right of the escalator, okay? No time. Such losers who do that. Stand on the right, okay? This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. 
Love Sport Radio, it's 8.44. Uh, you listen to Alex and also Luke Glanville uh, from Wim World as well. We're talking all things West Ham until 9 o'clock. Now, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, your chance now to win a million pounds with our sponsor, Seven of the Best. Know the score with 7OTV.com. Now, a million pounds is on offer. Uh, normally, if you can correctly pick seven correct scores four weeks in a row, and it's uh, free to enter, or you can play along at 7otb.com. You've got to select six teams you expect to win from uh, any of the uh, from any of the leagues uh, that they offer, plus a team you think will draw. Just go to 7otb.com, have a look at what's going on, and then uh, select your selections from that. And uh, so far, what we've had, we've had seven people who have just been two weeks away from winning a million and um, so it has been very very winnable uh, seven of the best you can play against your mates for a chance of one million pounds know the score with 7otv.com uh, it's uh, yeah eight forty five here then uh, still all things West Ham uh, guys so um, Robert Webb was t- tweeted his last tweet was quite several tweets he said uh, he's, he's believed that uh, the owners have killed everything West Ham used to stand for and they haven't got anything left anymore oh dear. I get that they have made a lot of decisions <laughs> that have changed the face of West Ham United as we as we knew yeah. it. Um, the stadium move being being the big one changing the crest. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, but you know, I, for me, from my point of view, that's not going to stop me from going and watching the the, no. the football club that I you, grew up sporting and that, yeah. I, that, I've, that I love. Well, you are you're you're a, you're a, a, a real, a, I don't know, I suppose a real fan. You know, you'll go whatever the occasion. Luke, would you be the same? Oh, a- absolutely, definitely. You have to support your team if you if you grow up supporting a team. You have to support them through thick and thin. No matter what league they're in, no matter what they stand for, no matter who the owners are. Uh, now, Luke, how emotional is it supporting a uh, supporting a team like West Ham? Well, I, I think James said earlier, you get used to the roller coaster. I remember, I remember crying a lot when I was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and and you have a lot of them them moments where you think something's going to happen, but then your hopes and dreams are just dashed in front of your eyes. Um, case in point, the, the 2015-16 season. If West Ham had beaten if West Ham had won their last three games, which were Swansea at home, Manchester United at home and Stoke away, I believe they would have finished fourth. Lost, mm-hmm. lost 4-1 wow. to Swansea, beat Manchester United and then lost to Stoke. Joking. So it was so good. And then you just... You, it, I think the best phrase is it, it West ham Yeah. <laughs> West Ham. Out, West Ham. Out, out, out First time I've heard that. They West ham West Ham, West ham themselves. <laughs> they out-West ham themselves almost. Um, so... I, I I wasn't aware of that. Wow. Okay. So, what was your reaction when that happened? Did you cry again? You just yeah. That Stoke. Game. I would. I'll be honest. I would. That Stoke game because, uh, funnily enough, it was another West Ham because West Ham were one nil up, and in the first half through Mikel Antonio absolutely cruising. It was at that point it was winter secure group stage of the Europa yeah. League. So Champions League was gone really. Um, but and then West Ham had so many chances. I think Diafra Sacco missed an open goal. Right. Carroll missed a few chances. Then Stoke got two goals in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. And it was two one. And, and then West Ham had to rely on Manchester United winning the FA Cup final. Yeah. To even get to the qualifying round, That's the Europa League, and okay. never reach the group stages. Unbelievable. So you almost finished. Well, I actually wasn't aware of that. Okay. And uh, that would have been in your final season at Upton Park as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, what a fitting end that would have been. Yeah, and in fact, actually, uh, how 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 intimidating do you think Upton Park would have been for, I don't know, Barcelona, Bayern <laughs> Munich, Roma, Juventus? That would have been 
I think there were a lot of chants, weren't there, that, that year, Barcelona, we're coming for you. Yeah, and I, I remember it well. Yeah, it was. I, I think they would have been intimidated, like the, like the big English teams were when they came to Upton Park. How big is how big was Upton Park? Uh, well, they wouldn't have played at Upton Park, would they? Because you would have gone on to the Olympic yeah, Stadium the yeah, following no, season, actually. No. Mm. Um, which is... Uh, we, we should, which obviously renders the point um, irrelevant. But uh, I mean, is 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 the Olympic Stadium is that is that a bigger pitch than it was at Upton Park? Mass- uh, massively bigger, yeah. Yeah. massively yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah. And I always think that teams like Barcelona prefer bigger pitches. Makes sense; they prefer bigger pitches. Um, I imagine. And uh, you know, having played because I watched Liverpool play against Chelsea yesterday, and they struggled. I think Stamford Bridge is not a very big pitch. You know, and uh, Liverpool play very fast, expansive football, and having to do everything that they do in a slightly narrower field can make it a bit harder. That's why Man City have played three times at London Stadium and scored like thirteen goals. Yeah. because their style of play. Yeah, really, I mean, it, we could we could have the be- we could put in our best performance of the season. They yeah. probably still score four or five against yeah. us because that it's that size pitch suits their yes. football. Yes, um, Liverpool have scored four. At London Stadium recently, right? Because it suits them. Yes, that expansive, you know, yeah. wide attacking football. Yeah. Um, so you think that hopefully West Ham might try and think of start adopting that style because you know they got this big pitch. <laughs> we can't reduce the size. No, of it. no, no. So, you need the players to do it. Obviously, yeah, yeah I think you need the yeah, players to do it, and yeah. that's the whole point. Uh, it's. Uh, 8.50 here on uh, Love Sport Radio. It's the West Ham Fan Show. Still got uh, several minutes to go till 9 o'clock with the boys here. Uh, we'll be back after this. Assad seriously has a big price to pay. I'm going to sit him in the room and make him listen to TalkSport all day. Seriously, big punishment, huge. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Each Saturday afternoon, the words on every football fan's lips are What's the score? Well, we can tell you it's the most biased football show on UK radio. As the results roll in, Joe Forrester off the telly and the roly poly goly Wayne Shaw will give you a very one sided view of London's football action. And if you don't like it we don't care the score saturdays from two anthony world thompson and deck anthea turner and deck antonio content deck uk definitely needs a replacement and a deck that i can tell you love sports 851 then here on love sport radio let's uh, get the last several minutes in on this west ham fan show this evening then with uh, luke and uh, james uh, you've got a poll running at the moment james so uh, what's the poll and uh, how's it looking i've got a couple of polls so okay mentioned the james collins one earlier yes um should he be given a new deal 84 mm-hmm. percent of west ham fans say sign him up ginger pele okay 16 percent say no it's time to move on that's 660 fans that voted on that one okay the other one was season ticket holders. Now Premier League survival is secured. Will you be renewing? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. The four options. Uh, yes, already have. Yes, but haven't yet. No chance or still undecided. Okay. Uh, at the moment, yes, but haven't yet is out in the lead with 30%. Yes, already have, 26%. Okay. 18%, no chance. Oh, uh, 26% undecided I presume 26% undecided are those that are probably going to wait until what happens with the manager um, and funny enough the first comment underneath from Joe Budgen is want to know the manager position first yeah uh, Bobby Glanville we need a later deadline so us as fans can decide based on that transfer window okay 
So okay, just waiting to see what players are signed before yeah. before de- make the decision. It's but quite significant then. I mean, you could go into the season with maybe a quarter a quarter of your season ticket fan base not there. Well, we've got. Well, if you believe what Karen Brady says, there's fifty thousand fans waiting on the, on the waiting list. But at the moment, fifty. If you add the yes, but haven't yet, and yes, already have into the that's fifty six percent of fans on this poll have. Are, are renewing or already have renewed mm-hmm. so you know well, 20, yeah okay okay so, um, so you'll and, replace and you'd replace you'd replace any you'd replace the 20% that, yeah that those perhaps. that don't renew will just will go will just go to people in the waiting list yeah, so yeah. we'll have a full stadium um, yeah so I mean that, that, I mean okay, I, so, I couldn't imagine not renewing yeah. and the reason why I couldn't imagine not renewing one I couldn't I couldn't imagine not having yeah. that just option to go to West Ham whenever I wanted to mm-hmm. Um, and two, because the moment you give that ticket up, you're not getting one again. Mm. Because that season ticket, uh, that 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 waiting list in that new stadium is so big now. Yeah. That you know it's not the old stadium where you, you, you had to wait a couple of years and you get one. Yeah. It's so big at this new stadium that you're not going to get one for ten years. No. Okay. I couldn't imagine not going to West Ham for ten years. No. Uh, Luke. Well, I've I've already renewed just in case I'm not in the press box next season. But mm. it's it's a no-brainer, really. I think James summed it up perfectly. Not having that option to just be able to go and watch West Ham when you want. Yeah, that's that's just a, a really strange thought for me. So it's it's a no brainer no matter how the club are doing really if 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 it's financially viable. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, it's it's interesting to know that there are still if Karen Brady says you know is right what she says that right what she says then fifty thousand fans who uh, who are on the waiting list for a season mm. ticket. Um, those fans aren't then. Then that disillusioned with the club, you still got thousands of fans that aren't that disillusioned in the club. Maybe, maybe those fans are, are probably more. I don't know, more, more the kind of fans you need. Well, these fifty thousand fans uh, had the name on the waiting list from before we even moved. Right. They, they all sort of everyone applied, um, and then it was given out, and then obviously those that missed out on that first mm. season were, were were put on a waiting list. Right. So they would have gotten that waiting list without yeah. really knowing what to expect and yeah. you never know there'll probably be a few people on that waiting list being phoned up going right your name's <laughs> up and they've gone actually now forget it I don't really want it but you know the way I see it is that if if you're not gonna there's that old saying isn't there if you can't yeah. support us through the bad times don't support us through the good times um, and I think that's perfectly that sums it up West Ham perfect at the moment. Okay, guys, it's uh, 8.55 here on Love Sport Radio. Um, something that I haven't uh, gone back to, actually, for uh, maybe an hour or so this evening, because um, it's the World Cup coming up. It's another international tournament fast approaching. And I've been asking you, uh, what goal uh, was John Motson, the legendary commentator, commentating on here? Oh, okay. We did have that goal, but uh, we don't have that goal at the moment. Uh, It's 8.55 here on Love Sport Radio, but we do have one correct answer on it. Wendell will tell me when he's got the goal back up. Oh, he has. Okay, so another international tournament approaching fast. It is... Luke, what's the the tournament? Uh, I'm going to have to pass that one to James. Yeah, go on. The World Cup. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> I thought you oh, were being sarcastic. Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, world uh, international tournaments always full of amazing goals. So, what go- what goal was John Motson commentating on? I'm saying international tournaments. It could be any international tournament. What goal was Motty commentating on here? The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say what a goal! 
So uh, let us know. At Love Sport Radio is the uh, socials. Or you can call us 0208 70 558. Wendell. The far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, and save and a Courtesy of the BBC, John Motson commentating on that goal. But what goal was he commentating on? James, you did get it right, but I'm going to I'm going to push this for another hour, and uh, I will credit you with getting it right. Uh, just I was before say, if I, no one I gets it, so. I, I will do. I will do. You're the only one so far that's got it right. Uh, it's eight fifty six, guys. Thank you so much for coming to the studio, Luke. It's been great having you in. Thank, thank you. you. Hope to see you again, James. I'll see you again next week. Yep, James Jones from West Ham World. Thank you guys all so much. After this, it's all going to be about Fulham FC. It's time for the news, which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. You can visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. If you've ever had to get out of your car at the side of a motorway, you'll know how scary it is. Just imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. So please drive carefully through roadworks, observe all signs and speed limits, stay in the correct lane and keep a safe distance from the car in front. Our road workers are making the road safe for all of us. So please keep the road safe for them. Love Sport Radio, it's 8.59 here. Uh, I'm Alex. It's now all about Fulham FC between 9 and 10. And you can listen to us on your Alexa smart speaker, 558am, online and digital radio. And your chance to get in touch with us as well at Love Sport Radio. Or call us 0208 7020 558. It's, well, of course, what we're going to talk about is Fulham, who went into yesterday's game having not lost in the league in 2018. And what happened? Well, they lost to Birmingham 3-1. Had they won, they would have been promoted. Instead, Cardiff go in their place. What now for Fulham, of course, in their next games against Derby? We'll find out. All to come. On. Sports Social Podcast Network.